especially in our job, I think yeah. time is is the value, is the most important thing. If you're not on time, sorry, the flight will go without you, you know. So you can't <laughs> run and be like, oh, no choice. I'm here. No, 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 no. You have to be very well organized in this job, I think, especially with time management and sleeping skills. You have to organize yeah. for yourself because nobody will tell you, okay, now you have to go sleep. Welcome everyone to Impossible is Real podcast with me, Nicole Termin-Woszek. During these morning sessions, I interview interesting and extraordinary people at 5.45 a.m., where they share highlights how morning routine can impact their body, mind and emotions, and how it helps them to improve well-being, productivity and communication for the rest of the day. It's episode number one and I was honored to have a conversation with Justyna Webb, who is a cabin crew in one of the leading British airlines. She traveled around the world and experienced destinations which are on most people's bucket list, including myself. She highlighted how strongly she needs to work on her mind to make sure her attitude is always with smile, as there is no space for bad mood, and how little things can impact her overall well-being where she is in the air for many hours in the month. After the episode, if you would like to know more about this beautiful soul, visit her website, justinaweb.com. You will find there a lot of interesting articles about some of her favorite destinations and law of attraction. I will leave your link in the description below. Also, don't forget to check my website, impossibleisreal.com, where I share key factors how you can improve your well-being, productivity and communication by managing your body, mind and emotions, especially in the morning. Hi! Hi, <laughs> how are you? I'm good, I'm good, how are you? I'm good too, I'm actually quite proud of myself <laughs> I woke up today so early. Well, yeah, first achievement of the day. <laughs> well, well done for you, well done for you. <laughs> Uh, it's I my don't... first live, so I'm sorry if I'll click something by mistake. Oh, no worries. No worries. If you cut us out, we start again. Okay. <laughs> so don't worry. This is love. should be all good. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think we don't need to wait for people coming in and out because that will be saved anyway. So I know okay. people will pop in and out and yeah. Instagram is doing this its own way. So I think we can just crack on. and. Yay. Yeah, and I would like to introduce you first from my perspective, how I know you. So, Justyna is a beautiful person and she has, like, she is such a positive soul as well. We met each other long time ago, like two years ago on some event on which we even didn't talk that much. I think we didn't even talk at all. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And later we met for coffee and that that whole journey started and now we are constantly in touch. She she has beautiful dreams and she always wants to travel around the world. And she's doing this now. She is traveling around the world. She is uh, working as a cabin crew and she visited destinations which I'm sure are on the bucket list of many people. But about that she will tell us really, really soon. And uh, I I know you personally, so I know you have more beautiful dreams coming to you, and uh, and I know they will happen. But w- what else would you like to share about you? What you can tell us? Oh well, um, actually, I moved to now. I live in UK, just like Nicole. I moved here five years ago, and in order to study international travel and tourism management, and. That was the best decision ever. It was super challenging because I didn't know anybody. Um, I didn't know language. I mean, we were, we were learning it in school, right? But it wasn't like we were talking and speaking it every day. So for me, it was like just diving into deep waters. Yeah. And since then, um, living here, I got husband, I got a puppy. <laughs> Well, like beautiful said, little um, puppy. Beautiful little puppy. <laughs> um, yeah, living in UK, having my dream job still. I mean, because of the current times, I'm not flying, but hopefully soon. Hopefully soon, everything yeah. will go back. We will not go back to normal, but it will somehow bring back so many flights to reality. My yeah. Dream. 
yeah it will happen yes hopefully hopefully that's that's brilliant it will happen i'm sure you know this time is just temporary and it it, it will go at some point and you will fly <laughs> i'm sure about that <laughs> and so my first question was about the morning what's the first first thing what you do in the morning when you wake up when you open your eyes what is that thing oh my god it depends what flight I'm having, where I am mm -hmm. in the world. But usually if it's layover, if I'm somewhere far away from home for the mm -hmm. night, I think the first thing, I know probably it's bad, but I'm checking my phone for mm -hmm. messages. We usually have a WhatsApp group with all the crew mm -hmm. um, from the flight. So we keep in touch and keep in check with each other when we're far away. So I'm usually checking in the morning that group chat to see if anybody wants to do something like sightseeing or if the flight has changed, which brings me to second point straight after that WhatsApp call, I'm checking my flight status mm -hmm. because things might change very quickly. You know how delays yeah. work. Yeah. It's not up to you, not up to me. It might happen anytime. It might be one hour delay. It might be 24 hours delay. Mm -hmm. So I'm checking the flight status. Which doesn't necessarily always um, is right. I remember mm. one time when uh, we were in Abuja in Nigeria, and uh, that was very early flight. I think it was like six in the morning report time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll wake up at five, I'll get ready, and everything. I've checked status, everything is perfect. And then I'm packed my things, preparing myself, had a shower. And <laughs> when I was about to go out from the uh, room uh, i saw a letter that was slipped under the doors from yeah the captain that the flight is cancelled i was like oh my god it was like <laughs> i don't know 20 to 6 in the morning right yeah and here we are probably all of us because uh, i've seen the whatsapp group chat later yeah got the letter everybody was like we were not ready to go uniform it was very early in the morning so we're like, oh my god! So I came back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's always nice to have this option. It's always nice. So, so yeah, I'm checking the flight status, and maybe straight after that, uh, I drink. I drink a lot of water, so I always have a water right mm -hmm. next to my bed on my bedside, because probably you know it as well. You're flying as well yeah. for long hours, and you know that. You get so dehydrated when flying. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you're working, because passengers are sitting, so it's not as exhausting for their body as for hours. We are running away, yeah. running like um, on a plane, and which is so dehydrated. So yeah, drinking a lot of water. Uh, oh, if I'm up, um, what I'm doing, I'm opening my blinds. Oh, yeah, that's really yeah. Bring me more light into my room, so I'm like oh, awake and ready to go. Yeah, it's worse when it's like, for example, winter time when you're up. I don't know, eight in the morning and it's still dark. Dark. <laughs> Middle <laughs> of the night. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of depressing, but um, yeah, I'm doing it anyway because yeah. I'm like showing to the world I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, what else am I doing? Depending if I took it with me i've got my like journal and diary mm -hmm. and i try to always write maybe it's silly i don't know but every day i'm writing things i'm grateful for i don't yeah. know why but eight is my number so i'm making my daily purpose to write at least eight things that i'm grateful for daily and yeah it can be simple things can be oh i'm grateful i opened my eyes today I'm yeah grateful that my plane landed okay i'm grateful for that smile of that passenger from 35B. <laughs> so it, yeah. it can be really, really small things, but uh, you know what? I think they make the difference mm -hmm. in your life. And do you think this, this activities, they set you for today? Do you think if you won't do it, I don't know, if you wake up late and you need to yeah. rush yourself for, for the flight, that it set already you up in some type of mindset? Of course it is. Of course it is. I really don't like starting the day in a rush because I'm getting stressed when I don't have 
organize things, if I don't have time for myself, then I'm kind of, I kind of wanted that day to end, if that makes sense, because yeah. it's all it's all very quick and I didn't set my mind straight and it's just like you're doing everything from automatic. Yeah. View, I think. yeah. Because you're not thinking like bigger picture, you just, I don't know, go with the flow, but it's like, I don't know. That's why I, I love to wake up very early before the flight, so I have that at least, at least one hour before. Mm -hmm. And I'm always early for the record time as well. I don't like to be no, in a rush or last, not recommending that in any industry. I guess <laughs> I like to be on time. I like to be on time before time, especially in our job. I think yeah. time is is the value. It's the most important thing. If you're not on time, sorry, the flight will go without you. You know, so you can't <laughs> run and be like, oh, no choice. I'm here. No, 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 no. You have to be very well organized in this job, I think, especially with time management and sleeping skills. You have to organize yeah. for yourself because nobody will tell you, okay, now you have to go sleep. Now you will have to wake up. Everybody's different and yeah. different to, to jet lag, to, to everything. I guess. <laughs> that was my question as well, because I was always impressed, like you were telling me, I was there and I'm back and you stay here for like two days and you fly in the opposite yeah. direction. And, you know, when I have a long flight, like eight, nine hours to, I don't know, to stay somewhere else, I am so exhausted. I need like rest mm -hmm. and, and the jet lag is hitting me even sometimes for a week and you yeah. are doing in the same week another flight and it's really often in opposite direction so your time zones changing like crazy and my yeah. question is how are you dealing with jet lag <laughs> oh my god it's it's tough i'm not going to lie um there are different kinds of jet lags it's like jet lag when you're going east there's a jet lag when you're going west yeah um, so for example um when we're flying to um west uh, western us west us yeah. uh, so usually it's like a day flight so when you yeah. arrive there it's for your body it's evening yeah like, no it's like early morning i'd say because sometimes the flights are like 12 hours so if you're starting like i don't know 2 p.m so your yeah. body is like middle of the night but there is for example 5 or 6 p.m depending on city yeah. and time group but what I have to do is just stay awake. I just have to stay awake because I know that if I'll go sleep straight away at 5 p.m., I would wake up, I don't know, 3 a.m. local time. So that would just be crazy because the next flight back is literally the next day. The, our U.S. trips mainly are three days. So you're yeah. going, having rest, having half day off, and you're back. So you have yeah. to manage your time and you have to give your body rest because without that you'll just <laughs> just want to go home and you won't enjoy and work your best on the way back and but what i've found i think the toughest for me are flights to asia mm -hmm. and especially to like the farthest points like china or singapore oh my god <laughs> it's like when you're arriving there after i don't know 13 12 13 hours flight you're exhausted, you're exhausted, and your body's telling you, I want to go sleep, I want to go sleep. And yeah. But there is, for example, 6 a.m. So... No choice. <laughs> I, I mean, sometimes, I'm not saying that I don't do that, because sometimes you have the day that you just have to go sleep. And yeah. Sleep all day, just listen to your body. Oh, I'll be my main advice, just <laughs> listen to your body. Because sometimes I'm like, hmm. I'm somewhere new, I would like to go sightseeing, but but my body's like, no, you can't. <laughs> you <have> to <laughs> Not today, no. let's sleep. <laughs> and then it's like, I'll have three hours nap, which usually, you know, extends to six hours nap. Yeah. And then we, we go with a crew for like dinner or something. And yeah, it's just, you gotta push yourself to sleep even when you, like want to go different things yeah yeah and so. do you think that impact your sleep like when you back because sometimes you are back like let's yeah. say for a week to uk or for two weeks and and 
does it impact your routine like when you are back after just long flights do you have issues later to accommodate back to your normal life without flying yeah i mean the first day is usually first and second day is usually the i would say transformation day yeah so i, I like i always give myself a rule okay if i'm back at home before 12 mm-hmm. i'm going to have enough because i want go like a zombie till eight or ten o'clock in the yeah. evening. So I have to have enough, at least two, three hours. I always aim to three hours because I've read somewhere that three hours, like every multiply of one and a half hours is good for your body. I don't know if that's right. But I, I heard that as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's scientifically confirmed, but yeah. Um, so um sleeping, I'm having enough. But if I'm arriving at home after 12, oh, I will be a zombie for a whole afternoon, but I will stay awake till eight so I can adjust to current time yeah. very easily. But that day, we call it the landing day. Yeah. Everybody knows when your cabin crew, it's you're basically useless. <laughs> you're staying awake, <laughs> but uh, it's very hard to do any creative work or I'm like, no, nah, that's usually for me a Netflix and chill day. I'm checking things easily for my body and trying to stay awake but usually yeah. i'm going to sleep 8 p.m so that's the first day second day depending how tired i am i might mm-hmm. wake up very early or very late it's up to a flight how long was the flight from where it was yeah it's just so much variety you know no day is the same no flight is the same sometimes it can be um flight 12 hours but you have yeah. to on it on five hours so your duty is yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so tell me, what was your what What's the hardest you think in this job? Because we said about your mornings, yeah. we said about your routines in the day, how it needs to be flexible because of your job, mm-hmm. and how you need to easily accommodate because you know it doesn't depend on you what time you are flying. It depends on on the company. Mm-hmm. But what what's the hardest? in being cabin crew like is it something what you need to do on board or is it just accommodation what is this the, the hardest point when you think about your job it's like oh actually that's the point which is yeah. very challenging for all of us <laughs> okay i would firstly say it's a food because we have so irregular life i yeah. mean i know some crew that plan their meals well ahead but some countries don't accept you with fresh food so that makes it a little bit more difficult i mean it's possible of course yeah i know people that do it but it requires a lot of planning and you know thinking ahead what this country allows mm-hmm. what it doesn't will, will we have fridge in the room yeah we don't always have fridge in the room that's the thing and so i think food and especially on board I think we are tempted to eat what we shouldn't. <laughs> like, yeah. Sweet, you know, some crew bring with themselves like biscuits or something. And it's, it's not healthy, trust me. <laughs> so if you're relying just on food that is provided for us from on board, it's, it's not healthy. And if you're vegetarian or vegan, or I don't know if you have any special meals, yeah. That, I mean, from the crew, it's also difficult because company not always provide that big of, of a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're vegan, vegetarian, or whatever, um, so you have to prepare. And what I'm doing, I'm taking my food with me often, but it's usually like a dry food, so I can yeah, I can bring it through the borders. And yeah, so that would be the first thing: food and and weight. i know i know you are a food lover as well so yes i am trust me we have like a hard boxes right yeah <laughs> guess what's in that hard box you call <laughs> only food <laughs> i can guarantee you that if you like ask any coming crew to open their hard box it's always like some kind of snacks or i don't know yeah. tea bags or whatever it's so funny Literally, it's like a small hot box. I don't know if you've ever seen, but it's it's perfect for <laughs> <laughs> bring the snacks. 
think as well um, about challenging things. I would say night when when is night like? It's staying away. It's staying away because you yeah. see everybody sleeping, and we have like a turns. So like uh, half of the crew have a break, then the other half of of, yeah. of the crew is you know staying away. And sometimes on the, our longest flight, I don't know, for example, to uh, Chile, yeah, there's four and a half hours break. So when crew are sleeping four and a half hours, you have to stay awake for four and a half hours whilst all of the passengers are sleeping. Oh and my it's God. late, it's like middle of the night and just have to, you know. I need it's to be smiling constantly as well. Yeah, and that needs to be extra challenging because you're tired and you still need to put the smile on your face. Yeah. I was always impressed, like 3 a.m., they're still smiling, they come to you and they're really nice. And I'm like, yeah. how you do it? Yeah. I, I think because we love what we do, it's not like, I don't know, you're not becoming a cabin crew because somebody told you to. It's because you want to, because you realize what benefit it brings to your life, you mm -hmm. realize and that you can see the whole world, you know? It's like, we're smiling because, for example, we know that we are going with whole crew, I don't know, to club or to dinner after yeah. the clients. It's like, we've got the clients and especially when you've got nice crew. Oh, I have mm -hmm. to mention that every single flight you're flying different people. So you don't know the people that you're flying with. <laughs> So every record time, every flight for us, it's like we have to introduce ourselves. Like, oh hi, I'm Justina. They're asking, oh, how long are you flying for? Yeah. Oh, what can you tell us about yourself? And it's like, you know, sometimes uh, when it's like seven four seven plane, it's fourteen of us. So everybody is going around the room and introducing themselves. And so, yeah. you, so you need to be good in names. Good job with got name badges. Oh, here we go. But the thing is, when you forget the name, what you will hear often is, Han, do you have something? <laughs> like for the aisle, you know, when there are two aisles and we're going together, it's like when you don't have a drink, you're asking the other yeah. girl or boy, oh, Han, do you have this? Like, I am guilty. I'm guilty of this because sometimes you forget the names. I mean, it's normal. I mean, 14 new people, and sometimes you don't see that person until, you know, take off and actually working. Yes. Yeah. We are assigned to areas in on the plane. Yeah. So sometimes I don't see a person for 14 hours, and we are landing on, oh, where are we flying <laughs> together? Like, for example, you know, economy in the back and first in the front. So sometimes you, you don't see each other. No, yeah. That, no, that's that's that, really yeah. really interesting. And how do you have many occasions when you needed to deal with like stressed passengers because they they are afraid of flying? I believe that's on daily basis. You have people who are really yeah, afraid yeah, of, of flying, or when you have strong yes. turbulence and all the the, yeah. the 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 plane was panicking and you need to still stay smiling, strong mm. and calm. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have to. Um, it's just, we had um, a lady that was very anxious. Oh my God, she was so anxious of flying. But I think that was, that was, I think, short haul flight. And yeah, she was panicking. So we went to her and I was talking to her, especially because you know what? I was once afraid of flying. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was afraid of flying. I was terrified. I was you know, holding my seat like that, like around five years ago, because everything was new for me and I had very bad experience with takeoff. It was very scary from Lanzarote, from Canary Island. Yeah. Because it's very windy there, so takeoff might be, you know, very bumpy. So that was one of my, like, first flights a couple of years ago. And I was scared. So <laughs> you knew what thinking about it like a couple of years ago, a <laughs> couple of years later, I'm like, oh, I'm coming crew. So it's yeah. possible to come from being absolutely terrified to, to actually loving it. And yeah, I, I told her, like, you know what? Once I was afraid too. And look at me now, I'm coming crew. Yeah. And and yeah, she kind of relaxed because she was like, Oh, 
just coming through but the, the, the personal touch. Do it, you know yeah and i didn't lie i mean my husband confirmed that i was like you know petrified <laughs> i was closing my eyes and everything but then i was like i can't let fear you know just block my travels because i want to travel the world and yeah number one way is you know to fly so i can't just be like nah i won't see the world because i'm scared yeah and i think your job is really really important in these times because I have always, when we have ready, like we had many flights when the turbulence were that strong that you need to like literally yeah. keep the, the, the seat in front of you because it's like moving you all over the place. Yeah. And and I always like to see cabin crew if they can, because if they mm. are panicking, I'm starting to panicking. So mm. I, I know, and I know many people does it. We just look at you guys and like, okay, they are calm. Everything is fine. That's yeah. totally normal. We cannot control the wind. So, so we always like watch yeah. how cabin crew behave. And I love the fact that really often, even if they are like shaking moments, they walk and they are like just trying to check if everyone is okay and just calm oh, yeah, people down. Yeah. It is so, so crucial in, in many, many flights. So we said about bad things, like about hard things in your job, challenging things. And I want to know about good things. I want oh. to know what's the most exciting about your yeah. job. Oh my god, exciting thing about my job is that I'm making my dreams come true. I put on my board a couple of years ago that I want to spend my birthday in Dubai. I know mm -hmm. it's like, for some people, yeah, Dubai, okay, I'm flying there a couple of times per year. But for me, a couple of years ago, it was like, whoa. You know, when living yeah. in Poland and you hear that somebody goes to Dubai, you're like, wow. Yeah. Right? So I'm making my dreams come true because the last um, December I went to Dubai with my work and I could just go around and uh, the city and and I ordered some cheesecake. Yeah, and definitely the most exciting thing is to see new countries. See new countries, try new food, uh meet new people, meet new people like crew wise mm -hmm. the first thing because some of those relationships might become friendships like many of my friends now is that's how i met them yeah we were somewhere together and we stayed in touch and we sometimes you can beat for the trips together so that's amazing thing as well mm -hmm. it's not guaranteed that you will get the same flight with that person but you can beat it in the system oh i want to go and that and that person yeah somewhere. If yeah. you will put that you want to go to Bahamas, probably you won't get it. <laughs> it, was <laughs> very, it, was, it was very calm. It's still a very popular destination of ours. Yeah. But yeah, it's possible to fly with your friends, which is which makes flight so much easier. Yeah. Because you know at least one person that you fly with and your stress levels, you know, goes down. It's, that's exciting. And yeah, seeing new countries as well and if you like things different and challenging and mm -hmm. if you i don't know for example i never imagined myself from nine to five job yeah i mean i've done it in the past of course because you have to start somewhere you have yeah. to start something but being predictable in a job is like mm, i don't like predictable things is it your alarm nicole it's it's my husband it's literally my life crusher every single time. Oh my he's, God. He's behind because sometimes the alarm is going on and on for like two minutes, and I'm like, Mike. Oh my God. So he's yeah. not a, he's not morning person. No, no, no. No, no, no. So uh, what? <laughs> so what? What's what's your favorite country so far, which you visited? Oh my God, uh, I've got so many countries on my list, but I think top. I, I can tell you my two top yeah would be south africa mm -hmm. i love cape. i absolutely love cape town i can go there anytime and there's always something new to see somewhere mm -hmm. new to venture so I, I just love cape town it's a yeah. tough flight because it's 12 hours flight with almost no um time zone difference yeah so i think two hours three hours difference i think it is so it's not that much yeah and my second favorite will be Chile. Chile, definitely. Because 
I love mountains and last time we went to mountains and to hot springs, you know, to vineyards. It was amazing. I love it. If you're looking for a destination to go and like see if you like mountains, Chile's got it all. I mean, yeah. actually, it's ocean on the other side. So it's ocean, mountains, Los Andes. It's got everything, really. And the people are so kind. It's just... And what about the cultures? Because I know, so just to explain people, because I know that, because I know you, and when you fly for like longer flights, uh, I don't know how many hours, but longer, and mm -hmm. you have a few days before you will be back, isn't it? It depends yes. always on the flight, how yes. many days you have, isn't it? So so that means you have this day, to, you stay in the destination, and later you, after like two days, for example, you are back. Yeah, is it correct? Because not everyone will know that how, how it works, why you're staying, you're going to Chile, how long you're staying there. It's not always long, it's it's few days, it's like yes. two, three days, isn't it, average? It actually depends. Um, mm -hmm. When I'm saying depends, it means, for example, when we're flying to Santiago, the capital of um, Chile, so that's like 14, 15 hours flight, which is longest flight ever. Yeah. So the minimum time that we, the trip lasts, has to be five days yeah because of course it's like more than half of the day you're flying there and you're flying back so yeah. you have to have at least five days but there are also trips to santiago six days and seven days long oh okay so it's not that it's set in stone and when you get santiago it's five five days for example i had seven days which was a blast because i had three days off in the middle Oh, Just that's amazing. brilliant! That's yeah, brilliant. You have to know how to beat for it. <laughs> <laughs> you can beat. You can beat for trips, and you can beat for how long you want to be at destination. So, of course, yeah. longer trips means more money for us, which means more competition. Which yeah. means you're not always going to get it. But I was very lucky to get it last November. Yeah, so I got three days off, and then I was acclimatized to the time zone, and then we we're supposed to be back. Um, but some of the trips, like Seattle, that's West mm -hmm. US, flight time is, I don't remember, 11, 11 and a half hours? Yeah. But for example, you get there 24 hours and you're back. So, so we you're going to sleep, you're waking up, you know, maybe going for a breakfast, lunch, and you have to prepare come for back. And come back. So, so let's say we wish you the long bits. <laughs> Long, long <laughs> travel, so you can visit yes. some, some parts. And what about the culture? Because you meet different culture. And I know sometimes it's not possible for you to actually experience the culture because you had short breaks. Yeah. But if you have longer breaks, do you have occasion to meet culture, to experience, uh, to meet locals? Or oh, yeah. It... yeah, 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 of course. Um, let's say... Singapore. I love people in Singapore. They are so kind. It's just everybody says says so from crew. It's like when you go in there, they are like, you know, when, I think it's a cultural thing that they're kind of aiming when they say mm -hmm. hi. Yeah. It's like they're smiling, you know, eye contact. And they're so lovely. But the same in South Africa. They are. They will just go extra mile for you. At least the, the people that I've met. Uh, yeah, I love. You know what I love doing? I, I always love going sightseeing wherever I go because mm -hmm. I just don't like being confined to hotel room for my... I mean, I know, I know some people take their books, go to gym, yeah. you know, watch movies all day and they stay in the room, but I think if I'm flying for 14 hours, let's say, to Malaysia, I don't want to stay in the room for 24 hours. I just want to go explore sea because I don't know when the next time I'm going to fly there. Yeah. I'm exploring and we always try to take like local Ubers. Mm -hmm. And whenever I'm like in Uber, I love it. I love asking questions there, taxi yeah. driver. Because I think from locals you can you can get Especially so much taxi mm -hmm. drivers they will tell you everything they will give you little hints, <laughs> hints, hints exactly. and, and i don't know if you have the same but i always think around the world when when you talk to taxi driver they are so proud that you ask them as yeah. well and yeah. i i remember we had the the taxi driver in rome we we had very really late flight 
and we landed like 10 11 p.m so we needed to take taxi to our hotel they said that's the safest way for you we took it and the taxi driver was going all around the room at, at the night mm-hmm. explaining us how the, the history showing us different city when we can go the next day and for next day we were pretty much sorted we didn't need to do like searching what we wanted to see because he showed us everything mm-hmm. <laughs> so locals know, locals know so much because obviously they live there so they yeah. can find you and I, I always like to ask you know what's the best place to go that it's not like I don't know top five Something you know out yeah, of the yeah of the, of the list yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so I always like to do that and sometimes when I'm uh, when I, when we can afford it when it's enough people from crew that want to go sightseeing we sometimes um, hire a tour guide or like oh, a okay. person who walks us around and in Chile it was amazing because the tour guide was so knowledgeable and mm-hmm. told us so much thing at the time there were um strikes brewing yeah in a political and media was showing it completely different way than what local told us it was like don't listen to media because it's just completely different how it is yeah portrayed something completely wrong mm-hmm. the wrong way so i always try to double guess you know, whenever I hear something in media, because I know maybe the locals see it from different perspectives. Yeah. It's and, what, and what about language? Because, you know, you, you don't know all languages around the world. And sometimes oh, no. you travel to the places where English is not that well known. Yeah. For example, in China, oh, it was challenging. It was challenging because they don't have Uber per se, mm-hmm. uh, but we wanted to go we've been there uh, we wanted to go to oh my god i don't remember we were in shanghai we wanted to go to like center of the town uh, during like evening to see all of the lights and uh, we've we've asked our concierge to order you know uber for us but he like installed completely different app oh okay and it was like all in chinese so we were like looking at this and huh? <laughs> like yeah. where are we going? Where's the, you know, even the hotel name was in Chinese. So we we're like, okay, that is not going to work well when we will want to come back because the internet you don't have like 3G. Yeah. You only have Wi-Fi. Um, but it was just so the driver came and he started to ask us questions, you know, in Chinese. <laughs> and we were like looking at Sabina, and he was like going completely different way. Oh my was, god! He was trying to communicate us something in Chinese, but we we're like, you know, looking at the map. Oh my god, he's kidnapping us! It was like three of us, three ladies, you know, and a guy. Yeah, yeah. In completely different countries, we were just at the. Um, we had access to internet just in the places where where it has Wi-Fi. Yeah. And we don't know what he's saying to us. He's like saying something in Chinese, but but I think what what was going on. He was like taking us through longer way, so he added himself more money. But I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it was traffic. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> so you need no. to. So you need to rely pretty much on the internet and on the connections and yeah, uh, yeah. the translators yeah. as as you Very don't have amazing. different choice or you can keep learning, 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 but you still won't learn all languages around the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, sometimes you think you know Spanish, but when you go somewhere like Chile or wherever, you know, in South America, the accent is completely different. And yeah. what you know, you know, and you've been to Peru. Yeah, Peru. Yeah, yeah Peru. Yes, yes, it's, so it's different. Completely different Spanish than European Spanish. Isn't it? Yes, it is. You need to, but it's the same if you even go to Scotland in in UK. You need to accommodate it, and you need to, like I need few hours of being around to start understanding what they talk about because that's yeah. that, that's way different accent. We have the same in Poland. If I'm from Silesia, if I will go to 
I don't know, uh, another part of Poland, and I will speak Silesian, none of them will understand that, even my husband, when he joined us. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, no, you would not. You would not. Yeah, my my dad is typical Silesian language speaker, and when my my husband joined us first time for dinner, he couldn't understand half of the conversation. So so it's... I, I love this this challenge of the languages and I know you need to go over like extreme ways sometimes yeah, how yeah. you can communicate useful or your body language maps apps yeah. and everything. So it's not always on the des- at the destination. Sometimes it's even on a flight when you've got you're flying to China, right? So sometimes like 90% of passengers are Chinese and yeah. some of them don't know uh, English. So the only thing that is left is body language. So sometimes yeah. you have to, you know, focus and, you know, just, just try to think what that message means, you know, you know, like, I don't know if they're hungry, if they want to ask for something. Yeah. Sometimes you need two people, you know, two crew to like, oh. <laughs> to understand. <laughs> but it's it's funny because they are so kind as well. Mm-hmm. They are super kind, you know. And I think it's it's good that you shared it because I know many people have this uh, thought. So oh, I'm not gonna fly somewhere because I don't know language. Like my parents, for example, they would yeah. wouldn't fly by themselves somewhere because they don't know the language and they are afraid how they're gonna manage. And you're showing that going to the destinations, even if you you will have big challenge, like for you was China, yeah. that you couldn't understand anything, of course, and the connection with the internet was limited. You still could, like through like your abilities mm-hmm. of body language and from your willingness, you still you are still oh, able fun. to do it. So so it's good to highlight this to people that even if there there is something on your list on on the map where you want to go. But you're afraid of language, don't worry, because there is always the way. And I believe it's always yeah. if you find a way, if you want to find a way, you will find a way to, to communicate. Yeah. So exactly. so it is it is beautiful. And I have last question because we're almost going yeah. 45 minutes now, which is extremely really? exciting. Oh uh, I'm just going fast when you're having fun. <laughs> I know, I know. Um the the last question is how do you think the all did this old job changed you as a person? How it impacted your life, your mornings, your routines? How mm. how different you can say you are from the moment when you started to to now? Oh my god! Oh, that's a nice question. Um, definitely the first thing is I always now have the water by my bedside. It wasn't always the case, but I think just imprinted in me that you have to drink a lot of water so yeah. that's the first thing second thing i think i'm more open to people i know i, I mean i've always been open to people and always been nice but i think this job learned taught me to be kind because you're i mean it's popular phrase right now but i mean especially in customer service you have mm-hmm. to be kind because you don't know why that person is traveling? Are they traveling, I don't know, to do business? Are they traveling to see the family that they haven't seen for 20 years? Are yeah. they traveling for a funeral? You have no idea. So you just have to take into consideration that things that might just happen um, that you're not aware of. So yeah. You always have to be kind. You know, it won't harm you. It won't harm you. Yeah. And so I'm always kind, even, you know, now when I'm thinking about it, even when I'm going to shop or, you know, anywhere to be for like restaurant, cinema, I always am kind to the person who serves me because I know how it is on the other side. Mm-hmm. I know it might be tough. I know it might be long hours and not always they want to be there. <laughs> that makes sense. Sometimes you have a bad day and you have to put on a smile, but you don't feel like it. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely being kind to people. And I think now, especially with being furloughed, with not flying, I had to rethink some things and I learned how to look at the bigger picture because, hey, I got to fly for one year. I mean, even if I won't have 
even if I'm still flying this year. Hopefully not. Yes. Gone for one year. I've seen so many countries where, which some people won't see for their lifetime. So yeah, I always look at the bigger picture. Like, oh, okay, I'm quite lucky. <laughs> I'm very grateful, especially now. I'm very grateful, and that maybe not changed, but like, have you called it amplified? Amplified? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. I'm more confident and I don't know my English isn't perfect, but I think now when I work with English people, with English passengers, you just naturally have to, you know, turn on that English language skill and mm-hmm. be on top of your game. So I think I've learned more. English as well, yes. which I'm yeah. I have to. I've got British husband, so <laughs> no choice now. No choice now. We have to communicate communicate somehow. So I think that would be English. And I remember the first couple of years before you know I got the job, before studies, I was so afraid to speak to anybody in English because I was afraid to make mistake. Yeah. So was, mm. But now I'm like, whoa. You know, I'm, I can speak to people, you know, like freely about any subject. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. there are difficult words, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they are. In other language, we don't need to know them all. <laughs> but what, what we need to remind ourselves is that we are bilingual, which is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's good. It's good for your brain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I always impress, like, people ask me in which language you are thinking now. And my answer is like, actually, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, I think English. I mean, it's you, know, you know, sometimes you know, the, the word in Polish comes in the same time. Yeah, I think it's English because when we got a new puppy, I, I'm speaking to him in English. And when I send the videos to my mom, she's like, speak Polish to him. I want him to understand me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think it's english yeah (laughs) okay so i i think we we got through the many many questions and many points which i think many people wouldn't realize because i see like that was my like vision when when you're cabin crew when you're flying that's you know i always see the fun part of okay they go into beautiful destinations you oh, see beautiful pictures on beautiful <laughs> yes exactly and, and you just don't realize how much effort how much patience and and how much um like impact in your life it actually has because you you are flying away for a few days so you are away from your your family your friends you are back later but you you need to stay or two to to recover mm-hmm. and i think people don't really see it so, so I'm really, really glad that you came over and you oh, shared so it. I, I knew this all stories because we, we, we talk, but I know many people when they will hear it today, that they will open their eyes and they will be like, oh my God. And I'm sure mm-hmm. many of them are not the best customers for cabin crew, but when they That's realize awesome. how amazing job, job you're doing and how you keep this smile for 12 hours because you sometimes you don't have a choice that that's reality. They, they will really appreciate it more. And, and the lessons as well, which you learn, I think it's incredible. And kindness, I know it's a popular statement, be kind, be kind, because we have the virus, yeah. so be kind. Yeah. I hope yeah, we'll I've heard it all, Yeah, I hope we will still be kind even if the virus will be gone and i think you're a great example of showing that kindness will be always back as well because if you are kind other people will be kinder to you Mm. and this we we cannot i will put as well on the description your instagram uh she's sharing Mm. a lot of photos from beautiful destinations and recently with the puppy (laughs) so if you like puppies if you like beautiful pictures with all around the world just go to uh, to justina account i will link you that that in the comment and i wish you personally to be back to flying because i know you're missing yeah. it so much and i think many many people missing to have this freedom of movement so i wish you from all my heart to to be back as soon as possible because i cannot wait for 
for more your stories of flying to different I can't countries. Wait to them as well. <laughs> so so I'm I'm sure it will be back really, really soon. And I'm I'm hoping for this that everyone who wants to fly they will be able to do it. And I wish you for the rest of the day amazing and beautiful like motivation for for your mm. actions because i didn't mention this in the beginning but uh, justina has a uh, have amazing blog as well you can find a lot of information mm. about traveling around and about and uh, like a motivational stuff as well so if you want to yeah. check this i will put it as well love attraction <laughs> for yes. yes and she refreshed it using the time that she's not playing she had this time to refresh the website which is mm. looking extremely beautiful so mm. so that will be linked as well on it's on her profile link but i will put you all information in the description and thank mm. you thank you thank you from all thank my heart thank you so much Nicole. it was pleasure really you, you you see i can't stop smiling it's when you're <laughs> surrounding yourself by inspiring people motivating people like you it's just actually i'm smiling you know it's like yeah in vibrations <laughs> yeah and i cannot wait when we can meet in person because of the last few oh, months yeah. we were seeing on the on the calls but now we're getting closer to be face to face yeah <laughs> yes. yes some coffee or tea yes always next time when we meet face to face green tea team green tea team <laughs> <laughs> okay love i don't want to keep you longer we hit almost an hour which is amazing really? yes yes <laughs> Wow. Thank you, and I wish you rest of the day really beautiful. I think we won't have that much sun as yesterday in UK, but mm. at least it's, it's warm. warm. <laughs> yes, it's warm and sunny. I love it. Yeah. He okay. says, thank you so much. Bye -bye. Thank you, thank everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. In the end of each episode, I would like to give you my learning lesson from this session. And for this particular conversation, the really important fact for me is that you never know where people are heading to. You don't know their full story. I think it's really, really important to remember in any life situation that when we are interactions with others, you don't know their full story. You don't know why they are happy or why they are sad. So don't judge them. Just first talk to them and be kind.